All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, as we jump into this one today, you're going to find a common theme in pretty much everything I say. And it's the old Uncle Bobby saying, right? And that is, yo, if your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus, right? Again, I don't give two shits your motivation. Whatever makes you not gun it and run the old lady over, you know, get out and, you know, help her cross the fucking street, right? And I don't care if it is Jesus. I don't care if it is Shazam. I don't care it's because your mama taught you better. All I care about, like my daddy used to say all the time, is the bottom line. So again, if your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you guys know I do not hesitate to rip this shit out of religion. Now, I do not. They've had a privileged status for way too long. And again, this persecution that they're claiming, it's not. It's they are finally getting criticism, critique, feedback, and they don't like it. But gang, as I was driving home, there's a church. And once COVID hit, I give them credit. I really do. They were the one of the first ones. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. They're one of the first ones, gang, that I noticed. They Not only did they open up their doors. But, I mean, for as much as you can social distance in terms of the homeless population, they had little foot markers out there so people could be separated six to seven feet. There were multiple uh, sanitation stations where you could wash your hand. It was fantastic. You can take a little bird bath, and they've got two uh, meal services, one for lunch and one for an early dinner. I, I give them kudos. Branding, and if your Jesus said, you know what, donate 20 bucks to this cause so they can get, you know, baby wipes and eggs and instant grit, whatever the fuck, I, I do not care. But again, the reason why this one uh, hit me today, because this is the second time I almost fucking cried. Well, the first time I did. Gang, again, we're talking about Austin's homeless population. Gang, there was a lady, and I'm saying this not to be mean. If this is your first time following me, Trust me, Uncle Bobby's always going to make a point. Gang, there was a lady, and she was not tucked away when she was doing this. She was pretty much on the sh- next to the street. We could all see her. Gang, there was a difference between kind of discreetly picking a wedgie out. Yeah, that's not exact. She wasn't doing that. She was severely going deep sea diving, and it was a broad daylight. She was on a mission. There was something up there, and she had to get it out. Now, here's the thing, gang. This is why I'm talking about this. She has a problem. That's not the, again, that's not something that you do when you're all together with it, right? It's just not. It's like the first time I saw something that made me cry passing that church, it was one of those moments where I got caught at the light. And I'm sitting there at the light, and there's this lady sitting on the curb, and gang, she is having a full blown conversation with herself now she was clearly disagreeing with herself because it was a very passionate discussion gang she wasn't okay in the head she she just wasn't and i guess my point in bringing this up is again i i don't know what the ultimate solution is i've got no fucking clue 
I don't know where it ends, but I can tell you where it starts. It is treating these people like, I don't know, fucking people. Some of us have gotten entirely too comfortable where we are in our life, not realizing that every single, yes, you too, as you're sitting there shaking your head, we are all a handful of bad choices away from being somewhere we never thought we would end up. I've told y'all before, not nary a fucking homeless person went to their damn guidance counselor and said, you know what I need? I need you to put my monkey ass on the path to financial destitution and fucking sleep me behind a dumpster. Sign me up for that pattern. Oh, what do I need to do? I need to fill geometry. I need to be true. No, that's not how it works. Right. And again, I'm starting to think that maybe some of these fucking uh, shows are, are just me. You know, this is therapy because my work life sometimes sucks the left nut. And you realize how, how deep the fucked upness is with certain people. But I remember talking and shocking. This person was a fucking Christian, right? Again, now we know what her Jesus would do. Might as hey, bum, get a fucking job. You should have worked harder. But I was trying to tell her, like, this is a people problem. Right? Again, you, it, when we just kind of dismiss it with certain terms and we, we refer to them as issues and shit, like, like, these are still people. And I remember, what's in my fucking teeth? And I remember we were talking about it because her church was volunteering and helping out, which on his face sounded good. Then you realize she was being a bitch to the homeless people. And they get, at least here in Austin, one of the major arguing points is that they like being homeless. Okay. There, something tells me you are only hearing maybe one one hundredth of the fucking story. Because she was telling me about this one dude that her church was trying to help. And it turns out that his uncle was like, yo, I'll take you in. Yeah, absolutely. You know what this kid said? Nope. I'd much rather stay on the street. And that was one of her examples. Like, see, Robert, they just can't be helped. So kind of fuck them. And I was like, okay, why does it take the brain damaged fucking C student to tell you this? Okay, because if your options are to stay with your uncle in, I don't know, a home, you know, use a toilet fucking have air conditioning and heat and running water but option b is sleeping behind a dumpster and you pick option b do you know what that means about option a it probably means his uncle is such a rancid sack of shit and again so if all you hear is i'd much rather live on the streets see robert they can't be helped so fuck them okay your church does not be needs to be involved in this because if all you're going to do is hear a surface level story without doing any investigation, again, go fuck yourself. Now, yes, some of them have a good number of them have one undiagnosed mental illness. Now, again, I've I've said it once. I've said it a trillion times. Not your fault. It is your responsibility. Gang, I am telling you, I have driven a very dear friend to the brink of no longer being my friend. It, it was not my fault. I did not ask <laughs> to have bipolar mood disorder. But the God I don't believe in said, fuck it. You're going to get two scoops of this shit, Jack. And I lost it on her. And I again, I had to work. And so, you know, again, it, it again, we don't know their backstory. Getting kicked out for an undiagnosed mental illness, not that all uncommon. You understand? If you are especially old school, Southern, very religious, right? Back in my day, gang, there was no such thing as mental illness. You were just being disrespectful. 
and you just got your ass whooped. Now, imagine not being able to get out of bed when your dad or your mom says, time to get out of bed. Not because you're being disrespectful, because you literally cannot get out of bed because the depression is kicking your ass and getting beaten for that, right? Substance abuse. Again, hashtag I know something about that. We all have an addict in our family. And you'll never guess what, fuck faces. If you sit there and say, oh, no, then it's you. Yes, it is hard to live with an addict. Yes, you have to put forth a little bit extra effort to cultivate something positive. The Q-tip is up and moving from that fucking relationship. It is not easy. There's a million reasons why people are fucking homeless. And one more before I kind of steer off into another topic. Gang, I've, I've mentioned this before. There was, I don't know how they got away with this shit, but it was a lady who it looked like she had turned to a hooking. You know, she was slinging some ass. She was a meth addict as well. I think meth came first, slinging ass came second. Now, they interviewed her like maybe once or twice a month in like little two-minute interviews. In the very first interview, she looked normal-ish, right? She was curvy. And I'm telling you to this next part for a reason. I think on a flat-chested day, gang, she was probably a double E, as an elephant, as an echo. She had enormous fucking titties. There's just no other way to put it. Gang, they interviewed her probably for about six or seven months. And that progression got worse and worse and worse until the very end. Again, she was a curvy woman. She was a healthy woman. She was very top-heavy. That last interview, gang, I know in her mind she thought she was speaking English. She wasn't. She was real fucked up. Those enormous E-cups, they were undetectable. She had lost so much weight that a lady who once had beach balls attached to each clavicle, they were gone. That's how much weight she lost. My point is, no one signs up for that program. You are hiding something. You are trying to bury a feeling. So again, again, that was coming of a out of nowhere rant, right? But again, it is a people problem. No one asks for mental illness. No one wants to be in the one population, probably next to fucking Catholic schoolboys, that quite statistically literally has the highest rate of rape survival. Every night these people go to bed behind a fucking dumpster, there's a better than average chance they will be raped before they get up. No one asks for that. And the meth addict that I told you about just now, no one signs up for that program. No one drinks 36 Natty Lights before noon because they like the taste of it. They are drowning something painful. No one does meth not knowing what the end result's going to be. They do it because they're drowning something. So again, before Uncle Bobby goes to something a little bit less fucking depressing, again, at the end of the day, this is a people issue. Treat them as such, because I'm telling you, no, even not even Michael Dell woke up one morning and saying, I'm going to be Michael Dell. Like, holy shit, I'm worth 20 billion dollars. How the fuck did that happen? And the other extreme, no one wakes up saying, you know what? Before the end of this calendar year, I'm going to be fucking homeless. So, again, remember, gang, this is a people problem. And one day it could be fucking you. I'm going to try not to answer the sex joke there. All right, gang, we're going to move on to another topic. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, and delicious. Jana and truth. Let's go. 
So like I said, gang, you're going to notice a common thread in today. Faith. Yeah. So there's a lady at work. And again, hashtag, you didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah, another work story, right? Gang, I've I've had a good relationship with this lady. And I still have a good relationship, even though obviously we don't agree on the God topic. Now, the reason why I don't get deep with this lady, because a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, she's always tried to get me to come back to the flock. You know what I'm saying? And the story that made me be like, okay, we, we can't go any deeper. When she was a kid, she had some, uh, there was swelling of the brain or water. In her skull. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I fe- they didn't know that in the beginning. Now her dad is a doctor. Her dad, when she was just like, dad, I don't feel good while he's at home and she's at home. He's like, I, I, I just, I don't know what's going on. So they go to the doctor. The doctors can't figure out what is wrong. It gets worse. So guess who ends up going to the fucking hospital, right? Well, they kind of diagnosed it, but they couldn't fix the problem. Long story short, gang, they, they exhausted pretty much all their resources. And because her dad's a doctor and, you know, he knows that community. The doctors are like, look, we, we've tried. Let's call him Bill. Look, Bill, we, I don't know if there's any other turns we can take here. I, I really think you need to get your mind right and face what looks like going to be the inevitable. They were basically telling him, get ready, Bill. You're going to bury your daughter. Bill, the doctor, went home and he had no, he was, he was ass out. He had no, the best doctors in this town, they couldn't figure out what's wrong with this little girl. So you know what he did? He prayed. Guess who got better, gang? She did. And she loves to tell me that story and she ends it the exact same way. And it's not what she said, but it was the last time she said it. I realized, yeah, we, we can't have this discussion. After her dad prayed, she got better. And so she said, Robert, you can't tell me there's no God. I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Knock yourself out. That's what you believe? Knock. I, I, I didn't even go down the road, gang, on how incredibly fucking selfish that is. Right? Again, we, we've already, I've already done an entire episode on the selfishness of prayer. So I was like, you're right. That's like me saying, you know what? You can't convince me pineapple's good on pizza. Obviously, I don't want to have that discussion if those are words that come out of my mouth, right? And so, gang, again, we, we have a good relationship, but she still tries to get me to come back to the flock. Now, here's the thing, gang. It is why it makes today's hit list. Even today and two weeks ago, still trying to get me to come back to the flock. And my thing is always the same. Why should I? And her answer doesn't change. Uh, Robert, I just, I, I have this piece. I have, shut the fuck up. Again, you, you, that, you got no idea how stupid that sounds. It's like when someone switches from vegetarian, uh, from meat eater to vegetarian, right? It's like, oh, I have so much energy. Like, shut the fuck up. Like when I lost a bet and I had to go like four weeks with no meat. And it was like, oh, Robert, you must have all this energy. Like, actually, I don't. I'm run the fuck down, Jack. My body works good on me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right? So, again, this whole, this thing that, you know, you have this peace. Again, that can't be measured. Because there's nothing that she can say about that. Well, I'll tell you my response today because she, she was really trying to sell it. There's nothing that she can say about her peace because she has God, her Christian God, and the Hindu can't say because they found Ganesh. But the problem is those are both faith claims. 
they can't be weighed. They can't be measured. Those are just words that came out of your fucking mouth. So today she's up here talking it. It's like, well, I just, I have this peace, Robert. You just don't, you don't understand. And you know, when times are tough, I just kind of go to this quiet place and make sure I'm alone and my kids are gone. And, you know, I talk to God and, you know, he gives me peace. And it's like, you know, I, I feel the exact same way when, when times are tough, I kind of go to a quiet place and, you know, I, I take out the grinder and, you know, I, I, I bind, grind up some bud, you know, I, I pack a bowl or, or, you know, sometimes I just take gummies and I have such a great peace. And she laughed her ass off because she knew I was jabbing in her ribs, right? But again, there's nothing you can say about your belief in a God that people can't say simply because I had a tremendous bowel movement. Again, prove your God first, then work backwards to your God giving you peace. But kind of the real reason why, gang, this lady's on the hit list. And again, I'm breaking her balls, but I love her. I do. I'd have dinner with her tonight if I could. We, there, there's no animosity here. But her thing is, I love giving her little Bible quizzes when she kind of gets a little bit too high and mighty, right? The one of them was, uh, who was it? Was it the one who betrayed Jesus? Gang, she went the entire session and she was like, oh, Robert, I was like, you can't be fucking serious, Jack. Who doesn't know that? And everyone who heard, you know, us talking, you know, in there, they're mouthing the words Judas from across the studio, right? And gang, she never fucking got it. She never fucking got Judas. So to this day, that was years ago. I still break her balls. And today, because of her peace comment, we were talking and I was like, can, how many of the nine plagues of Egypt can you name? You know what her response was? What are you talking about? Uh, wait, are you serious? You don't know the whole let my people go thing? And when I finally put it into context, she was like, oh, oh, that story. I was like, wait, you can't name a single one? Like the big one. Like, because Jewish people actually observe this as a I don't want to say a holiday, but they observed this moment. Gang, she couldn't even get the death of the firstborn. And so, again, she had no clue what I was talking about. And so I broke it down, and I gave her all the plagues fucking in order. And, and it's, it's not the first time I've done this with her. And today she made the comment that is like she kind of laughing, saying, I can't wait to tell my friends. I learn more from an atheist about the Bible than I do my Christian friends. And I told her, like, you ever wonder why I'm an atheist? Again, I told her the old atheist saying, nothing converts to atheism quite like reading the Bible. And again, gang, if, if, if you sat here and you told me that you started dating Susie Q, I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good to hear. You, you guys, you know, must have, you know, a lot in common and you sound like you're in love. Uh, uh, where's Susie Q from? Oh, oh, fuck. Um, she's from. Oh, well, not a problem. Uh, shit, how long y'all been dating? Oh, fuck. I'm not even 100%. Well, not, I mean, I'm sure you guys have had dinner. I mean, what's your favorite meal, right? It's like, oh, I, I, I do. Gang, if I just sat here and continued to ask questions about your new girl and you've got no fucking clue anything about her. No one's going to believe you that you're in a good relationship, right? All, all, all Christians seem to be able to regurgitate is Jesus was the greatest man to ever live. And uh, shut the fuck up. Again, you don't know your own Bible. So how can you sit here and say that it is good? 
again, I know you guys love to sit here and talk about how we atheists take things out of context. Again, I hate to tell you fucks this. I'm a college graduate, which doesn't make me the smartest person on the planet, but I have at minimum basic reasoning skills, which means I know what context means, right? So again, when you sit here and you say, you know, God loves everyone, it's like, clearly you have not read Deuteronomy. And I've told you, I tell, how many times have I mentioned Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy is fucking brutal towards women. So if you mean God loves everyone, he basically loves everyone with a dick who's willing to bow down and worship him. Because if you think God loves women, you have not read the Bible, Jack. And no, and yes, you can find all that. Like I said, this is why I don't get into biblical wars. I just don't. Because again, whatever I find in Leviticus you'll find something to contradict it in John. And then you'll tell me, well, that's the Old Testament, Robert. No one lives that way anymore. It's like, first and foremost, go fuck yourself. And secondly, let's say you're right. Let's say you're right. Let's take the uh, the gay thingamapopper from uh, Leviticus. Was that 1823, I think, right? It, it, it specifically says to kill gay people. I don't care about your newfangled fucking excuses that the all-powerful, all-knowing God couldn't come up with the term child rape. So he said, hey, guys, don't fuck other guys. Otherwise, you're a filthy gay person and you deserve to die. Well, Robert, you know, Jesus came up. Shut the fuck up. Because, again, even if that's the case, you still have to explain why for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, your God put in rules that specifically said, let's kill gay people. So, again, you, you don't get to do that. So, again, it's like... If you don't know your Bible, Christians, how can you sit here and say that yours is the right God, much less a good God? So, again, here we are having this discussion, trying to figure out why it is that it is. you claim to love. Let me put buddy down. It's getting a little bit humid and the Q-tip is just adding more body heat to me. But again, you're sitting here telling me how much you love your God that he's the most perfect, most phenomenal. And when, when you're asked basic questions, you Christians, I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. You Christians don't seem to know the answer. Again, you don't get to tell me how much you love everything about your God. Then all of a sudden you don't know jack shit about him. So again, I highly recommend, honestly and truly, before we move on to another topic, and I sit here and sweat like a runaway slave. But what you guys need to do is give that thing a read. And when I say give it a read, I mean by yourself, give it a read. And stop this whole, there's special ways to read. No, you start at page one and you go until there's nothing left. That's how you read a fucking book. Stay out of your Bible studies. Don't ask your pastor shit. Because you know what? It is pretty straightforward. And then ask yourself without making any excuses coming up with any special exceptions, do you think this is right? And yeah, you can find some shit in the Bible that doesn't suck ass. But then you have to balance it out with this shit that is just wretched. And just like humans, you're going to have some good sides about you, you're going to have some shitty sides about you. You, you balance it out. And if the good outweighs the bad, we say, you know what, that's pretty not terrible. So again, I, that's what I recommend to you guys. Read that fucking Bible. Don't make any excuses. Do not employ any logical fallacies like fucking argument for special exception. Read it. 
and don't go to another fucking Christian. You're like, well, how do I interpret this line where God straight up says to kill gay people and unbelievers? I mean, what do I do about that? No, you read it as is. You want to know why? Because you're supposed to read it as fucking is. Again, I can go all day on this one, but I'm going to try not to. Again, your God was pretty fucking clear when he said, don't eat shrimp. Right? Please notice how we're not having all these fucking ecumenical debates on whether we should or should not eat shrimp. But the exact same portion of the Bible that says don't eat shrimp tells you to kill gay people. And again, please notice how we don't go on for days about shrimp or polyester <laughs> or planting stuff, uh, plants of different kinds in the same row. You want to know why? It's not controversial. No one gives a shit. But killing gay people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we got to talk about that one. So again, before I sign off on this one, gang, where's the Q-tip? There he is. Before I sign off on this one, again, do yourselves a favor. Read that fucking Bible and read it honestly. All right, gang, that one was sexy there, wasn't it? All right, we're going to move on to another topic while I'm sitting here still sweating. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go, gang. Let's go back to the very first one where I said the Uncle Bobby saying, and that is, if your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus. Again, I use the same example every single time. Uncle Bobby, a firebrand level atheist, endorses a Catholic priest named Joseph motherfucking Nola. Again, if he and I talked more, I'm quite sure we can find a laundry list of shit that we don't agree with. Well, when I was on season one, the episode, Let's Talk About Sex, where I was, this was my experience as someone who was formerly very religious in sex, right? And again, my thing is the same. They, they teach prohibition. They do not teach, there's nothing educational about it. It's just a laundry list of shit that you can't do. And I hit uh, Joseph over DM and I asked him, would you please listen to this? I, I want to know if I'm that far off base. And I won't tell y'all what he said because it was over DM, of course. But gang, dude gave me great feedback. I misspoke in certain parts. And other parts is like, you fucking nailed it, dude. So again, I, I don't debate him because his version of Jesus seems to be good to go. Right? We all love it. When Joseph motherfucking Nola, again, when he said trans people are not a problem that needs to be fixed. That's fucking perfect, Jack. I, I don't need to hear anything else from his mouth. So again, I'm not going to go to war with Joseph Nola. I refuse. But the reason why this one's on today's hit list, gang, is because I, I've seen more than enough stories on the news, and now I'm starting to hear them in my personal and my professional life. And that is people getting deathly ill with COVID because their faith will not allow them to take the vaccine. Now, your Jesus is a slimy sack of shit. I heard stories today about Mormons who are refusing to take the fucking vaccine because it goes against their faith. Again, I, it's crazy. I do believe, isn't it Mormonism? Yeah, I mean, you guys believe that a dude stuck his face in a fucking hat and looked at some fucking magical stones and shit, right? That, and that, that's, that's what you're going to believe 
But when someone who's sitting right there in front of you that you would trust in any other respect, like when your kid breaks their fucking arm, that exact same person tells you, take some of this here COVID juice and you don't do it. There's a problem. There's a huge fucking problem. Because again, these deaths don't have to happen. They don't. Again, COVID sucks, but it is preventable. We have a vaccine and you can go get a shot for fucking free. It costs you nothing but time. Again, if your God tells you that you shouldn't do it, I highly recommend you get yourself another fucking God. Okay, I'm going to get to some more detailed stories, but I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. So we're going to keep on going with the whole faith and COVID shit. Excuse me. I just belched again. Hashtag unprofessional. <coughs> God damn it. So the reason why this one really made the hit list, gang, I saw a story. And this lady at the beginning of COVID, because they told us, one, this is going to suck. And in the United States, they said over 70% of the United States will be personally affected by COVID. That was what they said in the very beginning. And the third thing they said was, there's going to be a vaccine. We will have a vaccine for this. This lady, at the beginning of COVID, when they said, we will have a vaccine, in this story, she said, she got on her knees and she prayed to God and asked God, when the vaccine becomes available, should me, my husband, and my six children, should we take this vaccine? You know what her God said? Nope, don't take it. You want to know why her God said, don't do it? Because if you took the vaccine, that means you did not trust in the Christian God. Well, here's the thing, gang. She sent her kids off to some camp, some bullshit. And when they came back, they infected the house with COVID. Now, some way, somehow, the mother was the one person standing. For whatever reason, I have no idea why. COVID said, now you're boring to us. They they didn't fuck with moms. Kids got sick, but you know who really got sick? Her husband. Yeah, like deathly ill, gang. Deathly ill. That guy went to the hospital. Six holes in his lungs. You want to know why? Collapsed lungs. Six holes. I'm trying to remember how many like dozen fucking uh, tubes he had coming in and out of his body. He's close to death. Uh, they said that portion of the hospital, 
It's called COVID Road. It's basically where you go as you're going to die. Here in Texas, they're called the pit. I know that for a fact. Uh, one of my friends, his uncle died in the pit in one of the El Paso hospitals. When there's nothing else they can do for you, they basically just put you in a room and shut you away so you don't infect anyone else. They're going to go and try and save other lives. Your monkey ass is lost. Well, he's putting up one hell of a fight, gang. This man's body refuses to die. And for that, I kind of say kudos because I can relate. Gang, I have done everything I possibly can to not be alive. But you know what? Other than math, you know what I'm really bad at? Fucking dying. I can't die for shit. My dad can't either. That fucker has been actively trying to kill himself forever. And he can't die. So this guy's got to have the same result. Even the doctors are like, holy shit, your husband should have been underground by now. Well, gang, he woke up. He was in a coma. He, he's still looking. They're still thinking about putting a tube down his throat. Y'all know how that story normally ends. And when he comes to, he's sitting there talking to his wife through like fucking plexiglass, you know, like he's got a fucking uh, old school black telephone, like he's, you know, in prison and shit. And he's, he's like, where am I? And his wife is like, you're in the hospital, babe. You've got COVID. You know what his response was? Why aren't I at home? You have failed your test. Faith says we were supposed to be at home. God will take care of this. Gang, you know where I'm going with this. That dude needs to shut the fuck up. Again, if you're God, if you're Jesus, is one one million than what you guys say he is, he wants you vaccinated. He wants you washing your fucking hands. And again, I, I said in the other episode, I, I don't know your story, just like you don't know mine. But the science says your monkey ass should be vaccinated. If you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Again, it, nothing is 100% guaranteed. For the last time, I'm going to tell you, this is nothing more than a layer of protection. But again, his, his faith will not allow him to rely on the actual science. Now, if he dies, it's going to be sad. But like I said, gang, this is a team effort. Right? You're just like, well, Robin, you know, one stupid ass Christian, you know, you know, bounces off. Who cares? I care. You want to know why I care? Because that guy, before he got checked into the fucking hospital, probably went and played cards with his neighbor that night. You know, who, who, who didn't he touch? Who didn't he hug? What church did he attend? Again, gang, none of our actions happen in a fucking vacuum. And again, I can't tell you to go get a fucking vaccine. I don't know your story. All I'm saying is that if you can, you should. And if your God tells you under no circumstances you do it, I think you need to get another fucking God. And actually, again, that's somewhat of a great tie into the next fucking topic. And it should be kind of fun. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. So, gang, you've seen those stupid fucking, you know, the top 10 reasons why a cucumber's better than a man and all this other bullshit. And I was just thinking... And with all this shit that's going on in my life, I'm really starting to think about all the people that have really touched me and really made a fucking difference. And I've been saying this since I was a child. 
as hard as that fucker was on me, I wouldn't trade a single second. My hero has been, is now, and will forever be my dad. I've got the greatest fucking father on the fucking planet at any one given time. Now, this man has the emotional range of a fucking doorstop. He doesn't say much. But when he does, you need to get out a pen and paper and write this shit down. Because what he's getting ready to tell you is going to change your fucking life, Jack. Now, was my dad perfect? No, none of us were. But my dad did the best he could with what he had to work with. And I think he did pretty good. But before we go into this fun list, gang, uh, uh, other than the obvious reason, what I hope is the obvious reason why I don't believe in your God or anyone else's God, my number one reason will never change. You haven't proved it. That, that's just it. And even if you did prove that the Christian God is the God of the world, doesn't mean I'm going to be a believer. It just means I'm no longer going to be an atheist or your God. But on the top 10 list, list on why I'm not a Christian, I've got self-esteem. I really do. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm some sinful sack of shit and I deserve hell. You want to know why? One, I don't believe that. And two, I'm not going to denigrate my parents' efforts. Gang, I've got a laundry list of fucking character defects. But I am not so bad that I deserve to be tortured. And for me to sit here and say that means I'm beating the shit out of my mom and my dad. And I'm not going to fucking do that. And if your God makes you say that, you have to understand you're bashing your parents, whether you realize it or not. I've said in my previous podcast, before I get into this top 10 list, if you threaten my mom, again, I'm going to take perverse pleasure in watching you draw your last breath. And my dad, I'm equally protective. You want to know why? My dad was super protective of his family. That's where I get it from. All right, so again, before I'm about to jump into this list. It's going to be a little bit of fun. But again, that's, no. Number one, I, I, you haven't proved it. And number two, I've got self-esteem and I love my parents. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm some sinful sack of shit and I deserve to be tortured. I don't believe that because my parents did better. Maybe yours didn't, but mine did. But gang, I've got the top 10 reasons why my dad is better than the Christian God or Jesus. Now, the first one up, if my siblings hear this, they are going to laugh because it didn't feel like it was going to end. <laughs> right? we, there's still a running debate. Who would you rather get hit by, mom or dad? I still say my dad, but holy shit. Mom was fucking ruthless, Jack. <laughs> and I just found out she spanked us the way Momo spanked her. And it was a million spanks and half a second flat while just going off at the, oh, it was fucking. But my dad, he was my size. I've got his body for the most part, right? My dad would rear back, hit your monkey ass so hard, you had thought you had died. You wish you were dead. You heard the, it was like a car crash. And he would hit you, and this is what would happen. I told you, didn't I? Are you going to do that shit again? And then he'd hit you again. Now, the next time this happens, you're going to be sorry. I'm like, am I not already? This fucking hurts. Right? It, it was horrible. 
He was super strong. And when he hit you, he had the emotional wherewithal of a sociopathic mass murderer. But you know what makes my dad better than the Christian God or Jesus? My dad's punishment eventually ended. Either he got tired or we fucking fainted or he felt like he got his point across. No matter what punishment my dad doled out, he stopped it. Now, the Christian God, not so much. You don't have to piss that dude off. All you have to say is, "Uh, yeah, I don't see any evidence. Oh, well, Robert, what about the trees? Shut the fuck up. Trees are proof of seeds, you dumb bastard, right? Well, Robert, how do you think you got here? Again, as gruesome as a thought as it is, my dad fucked my mom about 50 years ago. Again, I don't know if you know how biology works, but that's how it normally works out, Jack. So again, your, your God, for again, it doesn't matter how good you are in this life. It doesn't matter how bad you are in this life. So for as long as you say, I believe in Jesus, you get to go to heaven. If you do not say that you believe in Jesus, you get to be tortured forever. So again, my dad is better than the Christian God, Jesus, Holy Ghost, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it. Just based on that, no matter how bad my dad's punishments were, they eventually ended. Your God, your Jesus, he needs to take notes from my dad. The second one up, gang, is especially with my dad. I'm just going to take an unrehearsed drink because I like drinking. The next one up, gang, is my dad, he said what he meant and he meant what he said. There was no such thing as, did you take that out of context with my father? You want to know why? He was blunt as shit, Jack. Blunt as all the fuck get out. You you didn't need to go to some person with a PhD like Frank Fuckface Turk, alleged PhD, right? And get special translations. You didn't have to play these games of fucking hermeneutics and all this other bullshit and say, well, you know, there was no word for rape back then. So what you're, no. When my dad told you he was going to be there at 1245, what he meant to say is get ready for a knock on your door at 1230. If my dad tells you that it is fucking Hanukkah, you better light your fucking menorah, Jack. There there was no ifs, ands, or buts. My dad was crystal fucking clear. You you never had to guess where the major was coming from. But again, your Jesus apparently has the single most important message ever. And it is so clear that just in Christianity, there are over 30,000 denominations. And again, I've told you, I know Christians who have told me that Christian over there, Robert, not only is wrong, they are so wrong that when they die, they're going to go to hell right next to you, Robert, and be tortured forever. So again, my dad is better than fucking Jesus because again, again, ask anyone who knows my dad, right? When the major said something, he meant it and he was not joking <laughs> and he was serious and you didn't have, there were no special translations, What he said, he said, and he fucking meant meant it. That's the bottom line. That's something that he always used to say to us, right? What's the bottom line? God damn it, dad. I don't know if you really influenced me or fucking scarred me forever, but we're going to keep going. So 
Hey, here's, here's one thing that when I came clean about being an atheist, something that I heard a lot, and it just fucking bothered me. And this is where I came up with that saying, my saying, what the fuck was my saying? God damn it. Oh, you're like, you ever notice how the Christian God can't make any fucking significant move without fucking committing mass fucking murder, including his son, which apparently was actually himself, and together they make a goat? Shut the fuck up. Again, it, you guys got this. You y'all are part of a death cult, and I saw this shit this morning. Joe Rogan has this topic more than once. Kind of, what's a cult, gang? My definition of cult is easy. Cult is normally the religion that you're not a part of, right? There's no way you're the one in the cult, right? Oh, Jehovah's Witness, they're, they're cults. What about the Baptists? Oh, God no. You know why that person said God no? Because they're fucking Baptist. Right. But again, this thing about love and death and blood. Right. It's like, well, God killing his son is the greatest show of love there is. OK, gang, you don't even believe that you don't. Right. I mean, fuck. Hold on. Emotional support system. Would you kill your son to prove to your neighborhood that you loved him? Yeah, she said no. Fuck that. I can answer for her. No, you don't do that. Right. And so, again, my dad is better than fucking the Christian God for this reason right here. My God found a way, my God, my dad showed a way, found a way to love us by living for us. He didn't commit murder. Again, we, I, we grew up, by today's standards, people would say emotionally distant. That's how my parents grew up. Gang, my parents never said I love you and hug me around the neck and all this other bullshit. And I wouldn't have it any other way. You want to know why? Because my dad never said he loved me, but he showed me every day. I never went without food, electricity, water, clothes. I had all my basic needs. And if you ask me, you know what the most important part was? He whipped my monkey ass and set me straight because he knew it would be better for the long run. Gang, I am who I am today because I had a tough upbringing. And I tell people all the time, even though they don't believe it, every time I caught hands from my dad, and some of you are, oh, Robbie, you call, shut the fuck up, right? When you were born in the early 70s, that just means you got your ass whooped, right? And if you don't like that, listen to another fucking podcast. My dad beat my ass. You want to know why? Not because he enjoyed it, because he wanted to make a better man out of me, right? And you know, even though it felt like he was going to kill me, he never did, Right. And again, I, I, I truly believe I'm a better person today because of how hard my parents were on me when I was a child. And my dad could show love without committing murder or fucking suicide. Something that the Christian God, Jesus, the ghost, whatever, really seems to have a hard time doing. Right. And again, how hard is it to not kill someone? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. But again, give me a fucking break. All right, the next one, gang, I'm going to try to get through without crying. But reason number four, why my dad is better than the Christian God. Gang, I have said before, if you look the word loyalty up in the English dictionary, you're going to see my dad's face. You've never seen anything like it. And you've never seen a boy love his mother more than my dad loved Big Mama. His mother was his everything, Jack, everything. 
The only time I ever heard my dad use the word ma'am was when he was talking to his mother. And this is a military officer. <laughs> Holy shit. Which kind of shows you how old I am, right? I mean, now it's nothing. I, I, I One of my uh, former students just got promoted to captain in the United States Army. We had a lot in common, so it was a great uh, uh, person to be around. But, gang, holy shit, I really am trying to remember all the female officers at Fort Sam when I was a kid that outranked my dad. I can't think of any, right? But so, again, my dad loved his fucking mother, Jack. Yeah, Jesus, I mean, holy shit. So if you remember, there was a story in the book of Luke where uh, they were told, hey, Jesus, you know, you came back into the city, your moms and your, your siblings. Yes, Jesus had siblings. She didn't remain a virgin forever. Yeah, they, they want to see. You know what Jesus said? He's like, please, <laughs> my family or my followers. What? Hold on, dude. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Your mother is quite literally a fucking saint, right? You guys know what the penalty for being pregnant without a husband was back in those days? Death. You mean to tell me she took on some god nut, got pregnant? risk being called a whore, being stoned to death so she can miraculously, miraculously birth your miracle ass and you don't got five minutes for your fucking mom, Jesus? Gang, if my grandmother was crying and my dad found out while we were four or five hours away, my dad would have hot-footed it to his mom just to see, mama, what's wrong? He worshiped that fucking woman, right? There's no way. There's no way that fucking my dad would have given his mother the stiff arm the way Jesus did. And if you don't believe me, look it up. It's in the book of Luke. Jesus is told, yo, your mom wants to see you, Jack. And he gave his mother the stiff arm and said, my real family are my followers. Now, gang, I got lots of close friends Right, But you will never, ever replace my mother. You will never, ever replace my fucking father. So again, my dad is better than Jesus just on that. Now again, gang, I told you, one of the things that my dad said a million times over when I was a kid is, what's the bottom line? That's it. My dad was never, it's probably the officer in him. He doesn't have time for fluff. He doesn't have the desire for fluff. Right? I remember a few times we went and bought a car my dad never wanted to hear, hey, buddy, my manager's like, no, what's the bottom line? My dad was a ruthless negotiator. And by ruthless, I meant this is what I'm willing to pay. Are you willing to accept it? You're not? Bam, we're going to go another lot. That's it. Always, what's the bottom line? What we thought was nowhere near as important as what we did. Right now, you can sit here and you can complain your monkey ass off all the live long day. But I told you, when I come back, that yard had better be cut and it better look good, too. Right. You can sit here and say, I'm not going to fucking do it, but you better do it while you're pushing that goddamn lawnmower, Jack. My dad made a clear delineation between your thoughts and your actions. You can think whatever the fuck you want, but you better do what I tell you. Right. That's what I've always told you guys. Right. Think what you want to think. Believe what you want to believe. But when you say what you want to say, when you do what you want to do, you got to know your fucking company, Jack.
Jesus, not so much. Jesus, not so much. Jesus punished thought crimes just like he did actual fucking crimes. Actually, he was harder on what went on in your heart, in your head, than what you, matter of fact, I can prove it right now. I'm not going to take a drink of Hendrix because fuck it. Gang, there is, again, there's no amount of bad you can do that God will not forgive you for. Again, I'm sitting in the exact same living room when I was sitting here talking to that one priest who was trying to get me to come back to the flock, right? And I'm like, okay, let me, let me, let me get this right. Let me get this right. So what you're telling me is this serial rapist, that fucker gets to go to heaven. Yes. Well, that's kind of fucked up, don't you think? So let me get this right. The person who burns down an orphanage with 500 kids in there and all the workers ask for forgiveness, they get to go to heaven, right? Yes. And I kept going. And then I finally asked him, well, okay, you and I have just become friends. I, I, I'm not going to get the message. I, I, I still don't believe you. I'm not convinced. If I die tonight, I'm going to go to hell, right? I get to be tortured forever. Well, Robert, I, I'm not sure. I mean, well, shut the fuck up. You're just afraid to say the fuck what you think is the truth because you know the truth is fucked up. Again, your God makes no line in the sand between thoughts and deeds. Jesus said in the book of John, if you even look at a woman and lust for her, you have committed adultery in your heart. He is going to punish you for simply seeing someone that you are sexually attracted to. That is fucked up. When your mind is not a safe place, gang, and trust me when I tell you, Uncle Bobby knows a little bit about that. When your brain is not your safe place, you are living a tortured life. Gang, this is why when you hear about the more fucked up actions of Christians, it's usually on the back of some sort of repression. Again, Ted Haggard. There is nothing wrong with being gay, bisexual, any of that shit. But the harm on Ted Haggard is twofold. One, he's telling everyone else, don't do it while his monkey ass is doing it. And two, it has been proven. When you shame a behavior, you just make, you don't get rid of the behavior. You just make the people who participate in it go deeper and darker and do more unsafe shit. Again, I don't know the backstory, but let's just say I wouldn't be the least bit surprised that he was engaging in unsafe, unprotected sex with Mike Jones, the male hooker, and then going home and fucking his wife. Again, your God punishes thought. That is beyond cruel. Now, again, if you didn't do it that my dad told you to do, oh, there was punishment waiting for you, Jack. No question about it. Again, and it was swift and it was severe. You, you knew exactly why your monkey ass was getting hemmed up. But again, what went on in your head? He didn't give a shit. Like I said, he's like, you can sit here. Now, I never did it, but my older sibling did, right? You get, you, you get told to do something, you know, you give your dad a dirty look, right? He's like, I can tell you what. One, you better fix your fucking face, right? Two, you better get that bass out your voice before I get it out there for you. Now, you can sit here and you can get that fucked up ass look in your face, but I told you to do something. 
And if you don't do it before I get back, you're going to be bad. You're going to feel bad about that. Right? Make the right thing, right, make the decision. So again, your God punishes thoughts, feelings. My dad was only worried about the bottom line. Like I said, you can bitch and complain about cleaning that kitchen because you drew KP that night. But guess what, Jack? Those dishes better be clean. That's poor. That's poor. What is this, a disease? That floor better be fucking spotless. Your thoughts do not matter. All the dad cared about was the bottom fucking line. All right. We can squeeze one more in before uh, the third quarter. All right, gang. Hold on. Where's the Q-tip? Okay, he's still asleep. My dad never once required worship. Now, the best thing about my dad, and I don't know if I would have exactly gone this route, at least not as soon as my dad did it, but gang, I don't think I'm bullshit when I tell you, I was probably in the single digits when my dad started using the phrase, well, you're a man now. It's like, what? (laughs) I don't even have a driver's license, Dad. I'm pretty sure the bottom of my underwear is filthy as shit. I don't know if I qualify as a man yet, right? But that was his thing. No matter what this is, he's like, Dad, do you think I should have like, why are you asking me? You're a man now. You figure it out. Gang, 90% of this shit that I was trying to do was fucked up. But now I know not to do it, right? But again, it was like, you're a man now. You figure it out. Jesus, the Christian God, not so much. They literally require your fucking worship. I just belched again. Hashtag unprofessional. Again, what kind of egomaniac are you guys fucking worshiping? He, he created a universe in six days by talking to himself on a fucking cloud, Jack. He, he is a paragon of wisdom, the strongest of the strong, the smartest of the fucking smart. And he needs, he created a, be, uh, a group of things who apparently our only job is to worship him. I, 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 again, sometimes I'm like, how in the fuck? Did I remain a Christian for 39 fucking years? I can't believe this. So, I mean, seriously, gang, seriously, we're, we're, I'm going to keep going on the, uh, worship thing because yay, this is a good one. But gang, again, thanks to the world's greatest fucking DJ, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again, I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gang, the sad news is that there's no Olympics, but the good news is, thanks to my new setup, I'm still recording right in front of my fucking TV, and the newer Conan the Barbarian is on, the one with Jason Momoa, 
Uh, one, that, that's not a hard dude to look at. But two, I'm going to tell you guys something. And it's probably just my age, but Arnie set such a high bar. Y'all remember how fucking terrible his accent was, right? <laughs> it was wrong. Conan, what is best in life? Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. Hear the lamentations of their women. That was fucking phenomenal. And you said that shit now, you'll probably get your studio shut down or me too. But that was some fucking great shit. Right? Uh, the, the original Conan the Barbarian and Conan the fucking Destroyer were fucking phenomenal. Y'all, for again, you young ones, you got no idea how lucky you got it. You guys remember that fucking scene where Arnold is fighting Grace Jones for the first time and he picks her up and just like she kicks her legs and you're like, wait, 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 did I see a butt cheek? Then you're like, ah, oh, then you go to the bathroom real fast and jerk one because you, know, you fucks got iPhones and iPads and internet porn. Go fuck yourself. We had to take a mental snapshot of what we thought was Grace Jones's butt. Shut the fuck up. But this movie was fucking phenomenal. And so it's on in the background. But I got to get back on topic. So again, my dad does not require worship. Matter of fact, my dad wanted the exact opposite. Now, gang, I remember uh, in another world, I was married, right? And I noticed kind of a fall off, not fall off for lack of a better term, but a fall off. Gang, me and my mom used to talk all the time and we had to kind of kick that shit back up. And I remember we were talking about it is because my mom didn't want to invade my personal space with my wife, right? It's like, we, we raised you. Go go be a man. Quit being a fucking mama's boy, right? Go go have a vacation with your wife. Go have dinner. Go have an argument. You know, grow up, right? So again, my, my parents were the exact opposite. And especially now, gang, hey, this is why my dad treated me the way he did so I could stand up without him. The Christian God does not want you to have that option. And again, you you guys go figure that shit out. Because as soon as I say this, there's going to be some fucking Christian that said, oh, Robert, that's a shut the fuck up. Again, you guys make that call. But I've been told two things. One, we are made to worship. And two, yo, this is this is your shit. When we go to heaven, we're going to sit there on our knees and we're going to worship God for fucking eternity. So again, my dad, not only did he not require your worship, my dad wanted you to leave him the fuck alone, right? Go be a man, go grow up, go make some fucking mistakes, right? So again, there, there's, there's another difference. We're in number six between my dad and why he's better than fucking Jesus. Now, gang, the next one's a big one. The next one is a big one. And I'm going to cut right to this one. My dad held you accountable for your mistakes. Again, like I said, I, I, I have no regrets on how I was raised. None at all. Again, my dad put my nose to the fucking grindstone every chance he got. Why? It may suck when you're 10, but when you're 50, now you know why he did it. If you fucked up, my dad had zero problems calling your monkey ass out on the floor, telling you exactly what you did wrong. And again, as we revert back to the very first one, if it was that severe, you got punished. You absolutely did. But his punishment eventually stopped. 
Now, here's the thing, gang. When you accept Jesus into your life, you get an automatic get-out-of-jail-free card. You do. And again, I love it how Christians love to act like this is so fucking difficult. It's not difficult at all, right? And I hear, though, I struggle. Shut the fuck up. No, you don't. Again, I could go out right now and burn down this entire neighborhood and kill everyone. And yeah, I'll go to jail. But if I accept Jesus Christ according to what you guys think, and yes, this is what you guys think. I don't give a shit what you say. But I know I'm right. I can kill every person in this fucking neighborhood, go to jail, accept Jesus, and according to you guys, I get to party forever or worship forever, however the fuck you want to say it. But let's say my next door neighbor does not believe in your God. Now, when that person takes their last breath based on what I just did, hashtag I'm not going to do it. Don't fucking report me, assholes. When that person dies, they go to hell. They do, right? And this is where someone like a fuckface Frank Turk or someone like that says some fucked up ass shit. They're like, oh, well, Robert, you all had the same chance. Shut the fuck up. Again, your 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 not only is your theology beyond fucked up, right? Again, did you sit here and say that the Hindu who I just killed in a fucking fire, you know, that person had, you know, what was it? Every shut the fuck up. I'm not even going down that road. But again, there's nothing that you can do that's so fucked up and heinous that your God will not forgive you for as long as you jerk them off and give them a shoulder rub. Now, again, my dad didn't forget what you did, but he taught you a lesson and he let you move on. And again, all the way back to number one, my dad's punishments eventually ended. So again, my dad held you accountable for what you did. If you fucked up, he'd let you know you fucked up. And if he had to correct you with physical discipline, then that's exactly what he did. But again, his shit eventually ended. Your God, not so much. Unless, of course, you jerk him off. Then there's nothing you can do that's so heinous that he won't say, well, I'm going on the other way. We're just going to take another drink. All right, gang, what are we on? Number eight. We're on number eight. Next one. My dad is a retired officer. Yeah. All the good shit that you guys claimed that your Jesus did, my dad actually did. Right? My dad put his ass on the line so that others may have a better way of life. Right? You know, the troops that apparently we love so much. My dad fought for your freedoms and he has never once asked for a thank you. He doesn't give two shits about thank you for your service. My dad did what he had to do because he thought it was the right thing. Your God, not so much. He wants you to constantly remind him how great he is. He constantly wants you to wear a torture device around your neck so that you can remember that the only way that you're worth something is because he killed his fucking son. He, 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 he created this vast universe with one species of animal who apparently their only fucking... Uh, task in this world is to worship him what kind of asshole is that <laughs> right my dad 
I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. My dad joined the service simply because he thought it was the best thing to do. And again, my dad is not one of those guys. You should see my dad. When we drive on post, right, they've got, you know, you got that little, so if you don't know, there's a little tag that you put on your car so that you can actually get on post, right? And it identifies you as, you know, who you are, what you retired as, or what you are, whatever the fuck. Gang, you guys should see those guards snap fucking to it when they see a high-ranking officer driving through their check post, right? Back turns into fucking lumberjack. My dad is going to, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just got to give him this half-assed food. He's like, stop, kid, stop, stop, stop. My dad joined the service because he thought he was doing the greater good for the most amount of people. And he never flexes. He doesn't ask for your adoration. He doesn't give two shits if you even know. But again, your God absolutely is the exact opposite. He wants to be jerked off for a fucking eternity. Right? Why? Because he killed his kid? Ooh, dad of the year. Shut the fuck up. So again, my dad is better just based on fucking that. But the next one up, number nine. My dad's dad was better than Jesus's dad. Yeah, he was. Again, here's a poor black man from the South. Died a pauper's death, is in a pauper's grave. My family to this day is still so afraid to make a move against the white people in that community that apparently Big Burke, the greatest man that city has ever seen, apparently, his grave marker looks like shit. It's literally someone was just drying concrete. Then right before it solidified, they, they took a stick and they wrote my dad's name in it. Yeah, that's it. My, my grandfather's name, I should say. And they misspelled it. So again, shut the fuck up. My dad's dad is better than Jesus's dad, Jack. Honestly and fucking truly. So again, that's just number nine on my laundry list. Again, Big Burke. God, the Christian God had the power to stop black people from being lynched. And he chose to stand by and do nothing. And again, this is just me playing along. No, I don't believe that the Christian God is real. No, I'm not bad at God. Please shut the fuck up. And right now, gang, gang, uh, Jason Momoa's Conan. Yeah, he's fighting a dude made out of sand that was made out of fucking magic. And he's currently getting his ass whooped. Yeah, I don't know how this story didn't make it into the fucking Bible, Jack. This is some fucking first, uh, First Testament? What? This is some Old Testament shit. Oh, gang. Oh, fuck me. What? Now now he's got to fight five of them. Five magic people made out of fucking sand. Funny that I'm talking about God and Jesus now because this is 1,000% some shit out of Deuteronomy. Exodus. Okay, now the woman just pulled out a knife. Yeah, she cut the sand dude in the head. Guess what? He's going to come back. Yeah. And what did I tell you? And this fucker just had a fucking 70-foot vertical jump, and he jumped to the top of a fucking building. Gang, this is some biblical shit. I bullshit you not. But again, my dad was better simply because his dad was better than Jesus' dad. 
Now, gang, for the next one, I'm going to make the announcement. And by the next one, I mean the last one. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gang, the final reason why my dad is better than Jesus. My dad likes to drink. Yeah. Yeah, and you can sit here and tell me your fucking stories about how Jesus turned water into wine, even though no one has been able to explain the chemical process. Please go fuck yourself. Oh, well, Robert, it was a miracle. Shut the fuck up. That's not a miracle. You got 12 guys drunk. You want to impress me? Fucking get rid of pineapple on pizza, the Atlanta Falcons, and my ex-wife. Then we can have a conversation. You got some guys drunk? I can do that. Go fuck yourself. But gang, especially now, it is not too terribly uncommon for my dad and I to sit down and not just have a drink, but have lots of drinks. It was maybe, Jesus, a month and a half ago, we sat in that fucking living room and we just had to just say a little bit too much to fucking drink. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you know my dad drinks some bullshit, and I have an incredibly short list of people that I'm actually proud of. That list is literally like maybe three or four people, right? Number two, my best friend. I watched that fucker hustle to get a medical license. And I told him on his graduation, I wouldn't miss it for shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm actually proud of you, right? He worked. He hustled. He struggled. The number one person that I'm fucking proud of is my dad. My dad had less than zero growing up. When Bib Burke died, my dad was like 16 years old. Now, with Big Burke, they were poor as shit. Without Big Burke, literally, they were underneath zero. If my dad literally did not kill like a crow or something in his mother's front yard, they didn't eat. I mean, still hearing stories now, because again, my dad's a lot more open with what's going on in our private life. There were times when my dad would go three, four, five days without eating. And some of you are like, oh, you didn't have filet mint. No, like did not eat. Hungry for four and five days, right? And now let's just say financially, that man is in a whole different fucking position. And I'm proud of him. Now, I tell you that to tell you this. My dad's not broke. And my dad still drinks rot gut lever fucking alcohol. It is the fucking, my dad still shops on post gang. You want to know why? At least when I was a kid, there's no middleman. When you go to the PX or the BX, there's not. What you see on the price tag is what you pay, right? When I was a kid, you'd shop on post. It was cheaper than going to H-E-B and kind of convenient because your monkey ass was sitting right there right? at the post exchange. Well, there's a liquor store. You know what I didn't realize until just recently? You can still buy liquor on post. I didn't know that. Some of you are like, oh, I don't know what seems to be the fucking problem. I live in the South Gang, fucking Blue Laws. And my dad has come home on a Sunday with like seven bottles of that rot gut liquor. You know what it says? military special now when it says military special you know you're getting ready to drink some shit that you normally wouldn't clean a fucking toilet with right so you want to sit here and tell me how your god or jesus made fucking wine oh congratulations right he got 12 stupid people drunk 
I got drunk with my dad not too terribly long ago, gang, and it was fucking fantastic, right? Getting drunk with your pops and listening to stories that you've never heard before, gang, sometimes you have to go to hell to get to those stories, but let me tell you something. They're kind of worth it. They're kind of worth it. So the number 10 and final reason that my dad is better than the Christian Jesus, because my dad likes to drink. Long live my dad. So gang, Uncle Bobby has given you a handful of fucking problems. I didn't mean for today's episode to go this long. I'm about to sit in and do fucking nothing after this. But gang, since Uncle Bobby gave you a shit ton of problems, Uncle Bobby's now going to give you a shit ton of solutions. First one up, dismissing the homeless problem and forgetting that they're people. Shut the fuck up. Again, it doesn't matter whether you're in Austin, San Diego, Dallas, Texas, Tallahassee, Florida, Canton, Ohio. It doesn't matter. Those are people. And if all you see is an addiction, if all you see is a rape survivor, stop it. Again, a lot of us are sitting way too comfortable not realizing we are all a handful of bad choices away from being in that spot. And I hope and pray before God and four more white people that if you ever end up in that spot, that people treat you better than what some of you all have treated the homeless. And before I move on from this one, I actually remember watching a documentary, a dude making six figures a year, banking, money longer than fucking chain smoke, Jack. You'll never guess what happened. A handful of bad decisions. His family went from eating flat mignons to cans of beans. Begging for money. So when you sit here and say it can't happen to you, wink, wink, nod, nod, Jack, it just might. So again, this is a people problem. Don't forget that you're talking about people. Next one up, futile attempts of getting the big guy to come back to the flock. Shut the fuck up. Again, telling me that you've got peace doesn't mean shit to me. Doesn't mean jack shit to me. There's nothing that you can say about the peace God gives you that I can't say from me getting ready to pop two fucking gummies. The only difference is my gummies will not torch you forever if you don't eat my gummies. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say, way to go me. I get more fucking gummies. Right? And again, Christians, seriously, seriously, read your Bible. Read your fucking Bible. Cover to fucking cover. Read your Bible. Don't ask your pastor. Don't ask the people in your Bible study for special translations. Stop it. Read it. Ask yourself, is this good? And if at the end of the day you say, yeah, okay, fine. But 10 bucks says, if you're honest, congratulations, you're about to become a fucking atheist. Right as I say that, y'all aren't going to fucking read it now. Next one up, faith. And dealing with COVID, shut the fuck up. Your prayers don't work, Jack. Your faith doesn't work. Social distancing works. Washing your hands works. Temperature checks, COVID tests work. And you know what's most important? Getting the fucking vaccine. Again, if you're God, I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. If your God is half of what you say he is, a quarter, an eighth, of what you say he is, he wants you to be okay. 
He wants you to live to see the next day. He wants you to beat COVID. Again, if he made everything on this planet, he made the vaccine too. Get your fucking shot. Stop sitting in a room talking to yourself, hoping that's the magic ticket right there. It's not. Get the fucking vaccine. I'm trying not to get mad about that one. Lastly, but not leastly, if you think the Christian God is better than my dad, shut the fuck up. If nothing else, I can prove to you that my dad exists. And if you don't believe it, I don't give a shit. You know who else doesn't give a shit? My dad. And if you don't believe in him, no harm, no foul, no one gets tortured. And me and my dad are going to sit and drink military issue gin. And t- you know, I know my dad is drunk. He starts grunting. <laughs> when I hear, mm, mm, mm. I know my dad's buzzing pretty hard, Jack. I just gave you guys 10 phenomenal fucking reasons. But let's just focus on number one and number 10. Again, most importantly for me, my dad likes a little bit of drinking. And he gets drunk with his youngest son now. Yay. But to me, more importantly, my dad will not torture me forever. Now, again, some of his beatings, oh, they kind of felt like they were lasting for fucking ever. But they didn't. The Christian God, that shit is nonstop. And again, in any other context, we would call this an abusive relationship. And you know that I'm right. So again, my dad is better than the Christian God. One, simply because he exists. And two, if you don't love my dad back, fuck it. No harm, no foul. (laughs) He doesn't really even give a shit. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Jen and Truth.